Welcome back to another episode of Create Your Life with your host, Tessa Lloyd. I'd like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we meet today, the Wadarong people of the Wadarong Aboriginal Corporation, and pay my respects to Elders past and present. Hello, my loves. Oh, we are all of a sudden into the last episode of season two of Create Your Life. Wow, look at us go. <laughs> oh, okay, my honeys, as we close out this season, I want to have a chat to you about taking it back a little bit to um, what I work on with some of my clients. And that is when we feel like we're stuck in a victim mindset. So when we're stuck feeling like nothing is possible and the world is happening to us, how we can shift through that and bring power back to ourselves. So what I want to say first is that quite often when we were young and vulnerable, we learned, we internalized that we are powerless or we, we actually experience moments of feeling powerless and knowing that someone else or something else had power over us. And there's still moments where we, we can experience those times where we are actually truly a victim of harm. And... This isn't what I'm talking about within this podcast. The the experiences from our past will frame how we're showing up in the world currently. Um, So that's definitely something we're going to talk about. But when I talk about victim mindset, I'm not talking about those who are experiencing being, you know, truly in the victim role. Um, And... When it comes to what we call martyrdom or what we call um, an external locus of control where we feel like things just happen to us, that we don't have the power within ourselves because it's been reinforced to us before or because we've maybe let our mindset slip a little bit around this or it's our time of the month or it's our, you know, the list goes on. When we are feeling that mindset, that victim mindset, when there is no present stressor and there's no present danger and we aren't truly the victim in the situation, but our brain has internalized this over time that we are powerless and that we are the victim and that people are out to get us and that people, other people can have good things, but not us. And I mean, this can show up all the time, getting in our victim mindset and show up in really tiny ways that we can move through or show up in really big ways that have us paralyzed for a little while and really bring us off the path of creating the life that we want and creating the business we want and relationship, love, friendships. When we feel like 
a victim in our life, it is usually because we have abandoned ourselves. So when we abandon ourselves, our boundaries, our self-compassion, our needs, our wants, our goals, when we have abandoned ourselves and given our power away to someone else, we usually start to do this thing where we absolve ourselves of responsibility within our life. So we start to have this internal and external dialogue that without power, number one, that that we are without power, and number two, that we aren't responsible for what happens in our life. At times, uh, this is the last time I'm going to say, because I'm not talking about when we truly are a victim, at times we aren't responsible. We are the victim when something awful happens to us and we are the victim of harm. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is what I said before, when we're, we're cruising along and we get quote unquote triggered, when we go into comparison mode, when we um, are coming from a state of lack, coming from a state of scarcity, so scarcity is not having enough. Um, when we come from that place, we start to think that life is happening to us instead of because of us. So the opposite of an external locus of control is an internal locus of control. And when we have that, we have so much. So this internal locus of control shows us that in most circumstances, we do have the personal power to change our environment and we do have the personal power to create our life and change our life. The external locus is where we start to remove all radical self-responsibility and start to blame and shame and doubt and worry and project what we're feeling onto others and let what others are feeling be projected onto us. So we start to lose this sense of power in our world that shows us that we can have what we want when we show up for it. We start to feel like the victim. And when we are feeling like the victim, it's really pulling you out of uh, an abundant mindset, a powerful mindset, a um, sovereign human mindset and starts pulling us down into comparison, lack, blame, shame. When you feel yourself come into this mindset, remember that first and foremost, practice self-compassion, first and foremost. So going into this work, like if you can feel that you're stuck in the funk of um, poor me or martyrdom, you can go into this work with um, still a shaming attitude and it's going to really hurt or you can go into this work with self-compassion and softness around the tender human that you are and what you have been through as a child and what you've been through as a young person and as an adult. So knowing that self-compassion is what needs to happen first is really important within this. So if you're judging yourself for being in the poor me role, that's already something to be mindful of. 
when we look at pulling ourselves out of this mindset, it's so important to, with self-compassion, look at where we have given our power away, where we have become complacent, where we have said yes when we wanted to say no, where we just swallowed what we were given instead of deciding what we wanted to eat. When we stay quiet when something needed to be said. So where have you given your power away and where are you feeling feeling powerless? And where is your subconscious telling you that that's because you're a victim? That's because you don't get what you want in your life. Other people get that, but you don't get that. Other people try and they get what they want. When you try, you fail. When you feel like you're in that victim mindset, pull your power back to you. I always say this um, when someone contacts me and says, I'm going through a breakup. It really fucking hurts. And they do. They hurt so much. I hate them so much. (laughs) Breakups are awful. But when they're going through a breakup, they're listing all all the ways that their partner has hurt them, all the ways their partner, um, you know, has told them that they're not enough or all the things that they weren't happy about in the relationship. And I mean, that's just to name a few, but they're so hurt by what they couldn't get in the relationship that, and it pulls us back to this primal part of us, which just needs to protect, you know, protect ourselves. And that higher level of thinking of, fuck, what do I actually want starts to disappear. So I always say to them, I mean, I can tell you 10 steps for like, what has supported me to, um, through a breakup, but what come back to you? What do you want? What do you want? Were you actually shown what you wanted in that relationship? Where they're not giving you love now, were they ever giving it? Come back to you and pull your power back to you and realize that nothing was happening to you in this particular circumstance. Not when you're truly the victim in this circumstance. Nothing was happening to you that you didn't co-create. Nothing was happening to you that you didn't swallow when you knew it didn't feel right for you. And that's okay. Again, self-compassion, no blame, self-forgiveness. That is okay. Forgive yourself for the times that you gave your power away. And remember that it doesn't end here. We can take our power back. So when you feel like the victim, start to look at where your power has been taken from you, where you gave it away. Listen to yourself where you're trying to prove that you're the victim. Listen to yourself when you're blaming others. Where are you trying to show the world that you are the victim of your circumstances rather than the co-creator of your circumstances? When it comes to the difference that radical self-responsibility will make as opposed to blame, fuck, it just blows open the doors. When we... Take responsibility within our life and stop putting our power in other people's hands and then blaming them when it goes wrong. 
we start to reinforce how personal power supports us to create our life, supports us to be brave, supports us to be authentic and intentional, all these things that we talk about. Personal power and radical self-responsibility will help you get there. When you do not own up to your needs within a relationship, this is totally me putting my own story in here. When you don't own up to your needs in a relationship and wants, and then it's not delivered, and then we blame them for not giving us what we truly need, can you, can you hear the, the irony in that? I know I can, and I know I had to do a lot of work on being very upfront with my needs in relationships straight up. Instead of, and this is where the inner child work comes into it, when we're young, we learn our, our coping mechanisms. We learn where we can stay safe. If you've listened to the episode with Cat John, we talk about the way that we learn when we're younger is the way to be safe and the way to show up. And these can create some limiting beliefs around, for example, saying no is selfish. Saying no loses us love. People are to blame for our discomfort. No. When we practice inner child work, which is a whole other episode, but inner child work is where we start to look at what impacted us when we were younger, what hurt our hearts, what happened when we were teeny tots. And then as we grew to shape the way that we see the world. So a lot of the time, things happen to our vulnerable, impressionable, beautiful minds when we were younger that caused us to feel shame when we were older. Caused us to believe that if we did that now, we wouldn't be loved, we wouldn't be connected, we would lose connection from the pack. And this shows up when we give our power away because, and this is why it's tricky, it is so ingrained in us that to do this will get us this, but it doesn't. If we learn to be quiet, to be seen and not heard as children, and then wonder why it's so fucking hard to stand up for ourselves in relationships. There is such an obvious link between the sneaky ways that our childhood fears or our younger fears keep us small now, have us giving away our power now. And that's why I say practice self-compassion in this instance, because you're dealing with like your baby self right now. If you're giving your power away, your younger self has learned somewhere along the line that that's how to get love or that's how to get connection. And so what a really important part of this process is, is pulling yourself back from powerlessness and putting your needs first and sitting with the fear of doing that while you do it and knowing that every time you show up for your needs and your needs are met, you are reinforcing your brain, the neuropsychology within your being that you can show up for your needs, you can have them met and you are still safe. And not only, not only are you safe, it's better because your needs are met. 
You can actually ask to have your needs met. Who would have thought? And this is something that I think we forget a lot of the time that we can take the power back in our life in really grounded ways. We can start saying no. We can start taking responsibility and we can start reparenting ourselves or re-supporting ourselves to show up for our needs and what we want. And when we're in our power, we are the opposite of being the victim. We are the opposite of being a product of our circumstances. So something really important here is to start taking ownership for what you need and want. Get really clear with it. I have to do this all the time. It's so scary. (laughs) When uh, someone comes along into my life or there's an opportunity coming up, I'm just so clear with what I need now. And if it doesn't meet that mark and I do lose something in that case, I know that it's because they didn't, it didn't meet my needs. My needs weren't met. I've spent a lifetime dismissing my needs in order to attain something, but you don't get what you need in the end because you ignored your needs, which is such a simple thing, right? (laughs) But it's something that we trip ourselves up on all the time because we think that if we can just quieten our needs down a little bit, just become a watered down version, that then what they can give us will be enough, will meet our standard. But the thing is, it can last a little while and then after a while your true self comes through and is like, bitch, these aren't your needs. Where did your standards go? Where did your bar go? And that's when you start pulling yourself out of the victim mindset that, oh, poor me, and start going, oh, fuck, actually, my needs aren't being met right now. I didn't actually ruthlessly stand up for my needs. And that's a big part of what comes into stepping back into your power is claiming your needs again, claiming what you want and what you need. What is really important as well is to, as much as you can, come back to what matters to you and take people, other people out of the equation. So if you are so strong in what you want and need, you won't need others to value what you value. It comes down to what what you need and what you value. So when we are very um, grounded in our self-worth and grounded in in where we want to go and what we want to do, we don't need to worry about others being on board with our choices. So if we are super grounded in saying no to something, know that that's really going to be a game changer for you. If you are grounded in your reasons for saying no, And you are confident when you set these boundaries, even though it can be tricky. If you stay true to yourself and say no to what you want and know that you are making your own decisions and taking the reins back, it will stop your ego from being able to say, see, we can blame them for that. 
you know, we didn't want to go to this and then we went to it and it was shit and I'm just a victim. No, if you say no based on what you want and you stand up for your needs, you're removing that whole tendency to blame others and you're constantly reminding yourself and showing yourself and rewiring your brain that when we stand up for our needs and when we say no, it actually works out so well for us and we don't need to blame anyone else from, for what happens in our life. When we, and this can be a really tricky one with anxiety, I think it's a, it's a cruel part of anxiety that um, feeling really anxious and in, you know, in the backseat of your life and not feeling like you are in control and um, in your power can it make you uh, not in a judgmental way? I've felt this before. You are so concerned with just surviving and just being okay that we can become selfish. So a really beautiful way to turn this around is to look at how you can be practicing kindness towards others, how you can do something for others, how you can put a beautiful thing out into the world without expecting it to come back and benefit you. But it also, sometimes when I'm in my head and in my feels and I hop, um, I used to go volunteer at a um, rehabilitation center for people who'd had a stroke. When I was in my feels and feeling like a victim in my life and I went and not only saw the perspective of others and you know felt so much gratitude for my life, but I also it shifted the energy towards how can I be of service and how can I help rather than how can I dwell on um, what hasn't gone right or how can I dwell on what I don't have. And another really beautiful thing is letting yourself take a moment to slow down and be grateful for the beautiful things in your life. I know that you know this, but sometimes we just need a reminder write out a gratitude list. And if you feel like you're lacking things to be grateful for, strip it right back to a roof over your head. Strip it right back to your health. And if you are having complications with your health, look at the moments where you do. There is always something to be grateful for. And the last thing is to consistently forgive yourself and forgive others and I mean that's a whole other podcast the ways that we can forgive but find avenues look up how can I practice forgiveness when we are in the victim role it's quite a um, better place to be and we're often holding on to some resentment from the past and bringing it into our, our present patterns and our future patterns how can you bring more forgiveness into your life and also some self-awareness around where you have contributed to what has happened in your life? It can be reinforced. Victim mindset can be reinforced. There can be a little kick when we're you know, given love or affection or validation when we're in our victim mindset. In the long run, being in your power is going to pay off so much more. It's just a matter of breaking that cycle of 
powerlessness or perceived powerlessness and empowering yourself and practicing radical self-responsibility because this is something that's available to all of us at different times of our life in different ways where can you come back to knowing that you are in the front seat of your life you are not in the passenger seat and you save you no one else saves you that my love oh it's just started pouring down rain for the last episode of the season that my love is the last episode for season two of create your life I hope that what you've gathered over this season and in particular this episode is the importance of self-realization and reflection and also the import, like the hardcore importance of practicing these methods and thinking in this way with self-compassion. Not staying in your shit, but acknowledging your shit. Being in self-compassion as you go forward and as you learn about yourself. It is an absolute pleasure to connect with you guys, to hear feedback from the podcast, to see where um, the episodes might have lifted you out of some funk or to see where it's changed your relationship or, you know, your financial um, income or the way that you're setting up a business and, also, I mean, a really beautiful bonus is when, <laughs> when I get messages that, um, that show me that people have realized something about their sexuality as well. It's always amazing for me when um, someone in my field is like, fuck, here you go. I'm embracing this part of myself now or I'm practicing compassion for this part of myself now. It's pretty amazing. So I, I thank you so much for tuning in to these episodes And yeah, big love, you guys. I'll talk to you so soon.